Welcome to Mini Math Chats, here to help math educators build confidence and spark inspiration for teaching math in less time than it takes you to run to the bathroom. I'm Mona, a former math avoider, teacher, and math coach. Everything changed for me when I started using a student-centered approach that honored my students' ideas and gave them space to focus on the problem-solving process, not just the product. In these mini math chats, I'll give you quick ideas and insights to do just that in your math community. Every Wednesday morning, we'll meet right here to jumpstart your math mindset for the day. If you're ready to stop skipping the word problems and really start to help your students develop adaptive reasoning, you have to attend the free training that I'm doing on March 11th. That's a Saturday at 1 p.m. Central Time. If you're registered, I'll also be sending out a recording, but we're going to cover the three biggest mistakes to avoid when teaching word problems. If you're ready to sign up, you can go to monamath.com training. Adaptive reasoning might be my favorite of the five strands because I think it's the unsung hero here. This to me is what I think of when I think of a great problem solver. So adaptive reasoning is your capacity for logical thought, reflection, explanation, and justification. Adaptive reasoning is when students navigate through the facts, procedures, math concepts, and solution pathways to see if they fit together in a way that makes any kind of sense. We see adaptive reasoning when students start justifying their work. Adaptive reasoning takes over the problem-solving process when students are determining why they are doing something. And when they decide if their strategy is valid and they determine if their procedure is appropriate. So I love a good math discussion because this is where this lives. Developing adaptive reasoning is all about providing your thinking and justification for your thinking. So when you ask students to prove their thinking with words, pictures, or numbers, they're working on adaptive reasoning. That is my favorite way to do this. So I use Cognitively Guided Instruction, or CGI, and Word Problem Workshop, I kind of think of it like writer's workshop, but, or art workshop, right? Where we launch the problem, we work on it for a while, and then we step back and we take a look at it with that eye of reflection and think about what can we improve? What can we do differently next time? So CGI, Word Problem Workshop, is a routine where I ask my students to model with words, pictures, or numbers and answer the problem, and write number sentences, as well as a written reflection to prove why they're correct. Then we follow that solving time up. Like I said, I call it grapple time with a math discussion where we share strategies. And during that discussion, I ask my students to prove their thinking and respond to the reasoning of others. I ask for them to ask questions and ensure that they understand what others are saying. 
And if you want to know more about kind of those four steps that I go through in my CGI lessons or my word problem workshop, you can go back to episode six, where I talk about the four steps to teaching anything. But really, this idea is that we come together and we look closely at two or three students' work and we ask questions and we take that critical eye to reason about someone else's work. We also hear from that student where they describe to us what they did and why they did it. It's important that students not only get time to think, but they also get time to discuss in partnerships, whole group, and in triads their own reasoning. This is where students get to try out new language, where they get to try out new reasoning, and they get to work through it together. Building in these workshop times inside of math where we don't expect perfect thinking, perfect or complete answers or strategies, but we are accepting students in progress thinking these workshop times are the are valuable time where students can develop reasoning skills. So I urge you, as you're thinking about math proficiency, consider that maybe adaptive reasoning doesn't just happen in a certain time of our day, but when we allow our students time to reason and be wrong, reason and fix it, reflect and think and justify and question and explain. So when are some times in your day that you could infuse more time for students to reflect or have a thought partner to explain their thinking to? I am really curious to hear about the kinds of talk that you have in your math classroom. For me, like I said, I use this word problem worksheet based workshop based on cognitively guided instruction. But math talk can look a lot of different ways in our classrooms. So will you share with me what you do to incorporate time for students to talk and develop their adaptive reasoning? Send me a DM on Instagram or an email. Both are hellomonamath at gmail or on Instagram. And tell me, when do students talk in your classroom and what does that look like? I'd also love to offer up to you a free guide on engaging math discussions. It's all my best tips for keeping your students engaged in math talk. You can get it at monamath.com discussions. And I will see you on the next mini math moment. If you want to teach challenging math tasks and word problems, but you do not have the time to find the problems every day, and you're just exhausted from all the planning, there is a better way. We are going to cover that in the training on March 11th at 1 p.m. Central Time. If you're ready to sign up, you can go to monamath.com training.